you're hungry, because you're listening to Everybody Eats. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats podcast. It's your host, Bensky Belazir. We are here with our very special guest today, Mr. Ash Cash. Um, man, really good stuff. So we want to thank you for being on today's show. Um, no, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Everybody eats, B. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Everybody eats. So yeah. uh, before we get into that, make sure you're following us on all platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, on all of those. So make sure you're checking us out. We have all the snippets. Um, and make sure we're on all uh, platforms where you can listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. So everybody eats podcasts. So make sure you're tuning in. And I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy during these times. All right, so on that note, let's get into today's episode. Let's get into our guest today, Mr. Ash Cash. Um, man, yeah, you do a lot. I know you're author, speaker, financial coach, all that good stuff. So if you could briefly introduce yourself, where you from originally, what do you do? How'd you get into, you know, get into what you do now and, and all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm a kid. I'm a kid from Harlem. So that's why, you know, that's why everybody eats like that. <laughs> That, that resonates with me. Um, you know, I grew up in the St. Nicholas Projects on 298 Avenue, Harlem, uh, USA, home of the hustlers. Um, I've been I've been an entrepreneur all my life, man. Uh, eight years old, uh, packing bags at the local supermarket. Uh, Twelve years old, kind of graduated to, to selling mixtapes and uh, T-shirts. You know, at 125th Street. Uh, so I've always been a been an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, uh, by, by 17, I got a job. Uh, at a at a you know video store, fast out the blockbuster videos. Got my first job at seventeen. Realized uh, that I was really good at selling, um, but I knew that that there wasn't uh, much longevity uh, working at a video store. And, and thank God I had the foresight. Um, by nineteen, I was uh, um, or by by eighteen actually, uh, I was an assistant manager there. And then by nineteen. One of the other assistant managers came, uh, you know, to, to, to all of the managers at Blockbuster and was like, yo, you know, they, they're hiring uh, for tellers at Chase Bank. Um, and so I already had, like, customer service experience. I had management experience. I was like, you know what, a but so far I could get, you know, working at the, you know, at, at the video store. So I took a chance, um, you know, applied to be a teller. Um, and the rest is, is, is sort of history. Um, I did everything in banking. I uh, was a teller personal banker, private banker, branch manager, CEO, actually one of the youngest CEOs of a federally chartered bank uh, when I was 31 years old. Uh, actually, when I was in the bank, I was one of the youngest VPs there. I became a, a vice president at Chase. Uh, I was 24 years old um, and and just, you know, uh, enjoy uh, working and, and, and trying to push myself and see how far I can get within corporate America. Uh, but, but you know, once, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur, so I always had that itch. Uh, to, to really control my own financial destiny. Um, and so I decided to, to leave banking. Um, you know, it, it actually happened when I was, um, you know, working at the bank. Uh, I used to volunteer. I used to go to Rikers Island, go to churches, uh, and, and really, like, teach about financial education. And I loved it so much that I was like, yo, how can I get money doing this? Um, and, and, and I wrote my first book. And, I mean, the rest is history. Now I'm a financial educator. I'm an author eight times over. Um, I've had four bestsellers. Um, I've been on every single media outlet you can think of, so from everything, like I, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Money Magazine, Sway in the Morning, uh, CNBC, whatever, you name, you name yeah. it, I, I've probably been on it. <laughs> uh, I'm Googleable too, so if you, yeah. if you be like, yo, who, 
who is this dude? I ain't never heard of him before. You do your Googles and you'll see that, you know what I mean? I put, I put in some work. You know what I'm saying? I'm an OG. <laughs> I, at one point, I wasn't, I wasn't accepting my OG status, but yeah. I, I, I figured I'm an OG now. You know what I'm saying? You put in your time. <laughs> You put in your time. You put in your time. Nah, definitely. Right, right. Definitely. So, um, would you say your book was, well, you say, I mean, obviously you say you've been hustling, you know, entrepreneur since the jump, right? So, would you say that your book was the first step into, I guess, like exploring and expanding that? And like, how, how did that come about? Yeah, yeah, definitely the book. Because what happened was, uh, I wanted to be a speaker because that's what I love to do. I love to speak. Um, you know, I rock crowds. Like, if I, if if, if I if I wasn't a speaker, I, I probably could drop sixteen. Now, I'm not a good <laughs> you know what I'm But but no, I love to speak. I rock crowds. I got videos out there. So if you don't, you don't, like anything I'm saying is is you can fact check it, right? Yeah. And so um, I like when I say I burn down stages, I burn down stages. Um, and so I love speaking. But when I was just a banker or a financial educator, and I was like, hey, you know, book me to do your you know your conference. Uh, it wasn't sexy to be like, yo, I'm a you know, I'm a bank, I'm a former banker or, you know, I'm a financial educator. And so, you know, somebody put me on again. It was like, you need to write a book. I was like, write a book. I'm not, I'm not a good writer. Like I didn't get good grades in, you know, in, in writing or whatever. Uh, but they're like, yo, if you want to really get paid as a speaker, write a book. All right. So I wrote my first book. Uh, luckily my wife, um, you know, graduated with, with an English, uh, English degree. And so she, you know, she, she, the, she, the person that, you know, makes everything, uh, you know, sound good. Cause yeah. I, cause I, I write the way I talk. Um, and the rest was sort of history. I, I guess, I guess it started it because once I wrote the book, my first year, I really didn't sell any, any, any books, but I was able to really, uh, you know, get speaking engagement. So now it's, you know, it's not this, you know, the former banker. Now it's the author of mind, right, money, right. Tell yeah. me financial freedom. Like that's just more powerful than former banker. Right. And so, um, you know, that, you, you know, that ushered the way into entrepreneurship. And as I was starting, started to speak, um, and then, you know, as I started to, to get like $200, $300 as, you know, because uh, I sell public for my books. And so when I started to get $2, $200 a month, $300 a month, I'm like, yo, there's something to this book writing thing. So I started writing more books. I started getting more checks. Um, and then as I started to do more media and get out there more, I started realizing that there's a whole other lane uh, where I can create an ecosystem uh, around, you know, me as a financial educator. So whether it's, you know, consultations, whether it's book writing, whether it's online courses, uh, whether it's uh, corporations hiring me to teach their, you know, to, to teach their students, teach their employees. Like there was just so much I could do um, around around being a financial educator. And that's what sparked my brain. I was like, oh, uh, this is the lane I'm going to be in. That's the lane I'm going to stay in. And I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, ride this to the wheels for a while. Got it, got it. Um... I was going to say, like, I guess uh, that, that kind of makes me think of that, like, seven streams of income. Sometimes you hear that, like, when people say they need seven streams, sometimes they think they need seven different jobs or seven yeah. completely different, you know, like, hobbies or what. what. But you kind of just said, like, it all kind of just stems, it all kind of stems back from, uh, like, the original, I guess, book or the original idea of this being a financial advisor. Just, like, the book starts and then you could just, like, add everything, um, everything on top of that. Yeah, that's a great point, Vinsky, and I, and I, and I, and I, I want to stay there for a second because I think that's what people uh, are misunderstanding, right? When people, you know, you know so the saying is, uh, in order to be a millionaire, like the average millionaire has seven sources of income, uh, I believe uh, that everybody should at least have at least four, right? So if you want to want to be financially free, you should have at least four. 
Um, and to your point, I love that you mentioned that because I think that's the biggest misconception. When someone hears seven streams of income, they're like, well, maybe I got to figure out, you know, seven things to do. Uh, but I think, I think, you know, just like you mentioned, the right way to go about it is to find that one thing that you can do and then find seven ways to monetize it. That makes it easier because they all feed into each other, right? Yeah, and so, yeah. like, for me, for instance, you know, every single day I wake up and I go on Instagram, I motivate, I inspire people, and from that one action of inspiring and motivating people with from with finances, I'm 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 pushing all of my businesses. I'm pushing my my books. I'm pushing my me as a speaker. I'm pushing consultation. I'm pushing you know you know one on ones. I'm pushing you know my my online courses. I'm pushing all of this stuff by this one act of just being who I am and who I love to be. Um, and that's the best the best way, you know, when you don't really got to go out there and just do different things and put different energies in different places. You can put one energy into one place and then it, it blossoms. It's like, you know, it's almost like cloning yourself, you know, because you have these different businesses that feed in to this one person that you are. Definitely, definitely. Edom, you have anything to add? Uh... Well, I mean, uh, the point you just made about monetizing that one thing in seven different ways, I feel like, you know, uh, a lot of people, they just, it's kind of rehearsed in a sense where people say, you know, millionaire has seven different streams of income, but monetizing um, one thing in seven different ways is actually a really um, interesting take on it. I have one question, uh, you know, I looked at your page and uh, you said, um, excuse me if I'm, okay. So I was on your page, and I saw that um, you said um, you're not broke. You're just not spending money on things that will make you rich. And um, I want, my question for you was, what things did you start spending your money on that would make you, that would make you rich? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. So my, my whole philosophy... Um, is mind right, money right, right? And so meaning changing your mindset. So everything is mind right. So, so my name of my company is Mind Right Money Management, uh, and it all starts with a mindset. And the number one thing I teach people um, is that you got to change your relationship with money, right? Instead of working hard for money, money needs to work hard for you. Um, and so what, 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 I, what I mean by that is that, is that um, everybody is taught, I know for me, I was taught uh, growing up in an you know, urban environment, low income, I was taught to work hard for money. Right, wake up every day, go to school, work hard, and then uh, you know I gotta keep working hard uh, to make money. Uh, but but wealthy people know that in order to continue to make money, you have to you have to work hard. You know, you know however way you get the money, but now you take that money and you invest it in things that uh, allow you to create a residual income over and over and over again. And so for me, uh, my first uh, piece of becoming wealthy uh, was my books, right? Because I, I created the books one time. Uh, and, I, and I'm able to sell them over and over and over again without having to uh, spend money doing that, right? I, I wrote my first book in 2009. Uh, to this day, I still get checks. People still buy the book. You know, it's still doing well. Um, and so that was something that I did, you know, before one time, um, and it was able to create uh, income for me. Uh, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm into real estate, so I own property, um, and I have tenants, um, and so that's another way. Uh, that, I, that I've taken money and, and, and applied that uh, to, you know, property that I own um, and allow my tenants to, you know, to pay me over and over again. Um, you know, the, the other traditional ways like stocks, 
um, you know, uh, or, you know, my, my, my retirement account, things of that nature where, uh, you know, I've been able to take some money, put it in that and allow it to pay me. Um, but then even my online properties, right? And so, you know, I, I also have, uh, you know, through My Right Money Management, I have an online school uh, called, you know, uh, Mind Right Money Academy. Um, and so I offer uh, courses there. Um, I have a monthly subscription uh, that people pay, uh, pay me uh, each month uh, to, to gain knowledge on how to manage their finances better. Um, and that brings me residual income. Um, I have courses uh, that I created one time, and, and, and there's videos, there's, uh, you know, all these different things that come with the courses. Uh, as people buy those, it pays me over and over again. And so, though, you know, intellectual property, real property, and, and that, you know, investment uh, uh, property um, are, are, you know, in, 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 a, in a nutshell, uh, what I've been, been able to do. Um, yeah, I, I would say that I, I, am, I am in a process of, um, jumping into affiliate marketing, so that's my next uh, stream of income that I'm going to do. Uh, okay. Because what I, what I what I realize is that um, there's so much I want to teach, there's so much I can talk about, uh, but but it, it'll take me so much time to try to recreate the wheel. Um, you know, everybody eats, B. <laughs> why, why not why not find somebody uh, who already has an investment course instead of me creating an investment course? Why don't I partner with somebody who has an investment course? I got a, I got a, a large. Uh, social media following. I got a tribe. You know, my mind right money moguls is what we call them. Um, I have a tribe of mind right money moguls who uh, will will you know who, who trust me, who will listen to to, to what I say. Um, and so, why not push them? You know, I you know I vet out these products, these services, and why not push them to there uh, and create some affiliate marketing money? So that's you know that's another thing that I, that I'm working on. But it, but I'm always you know trying to figure out uh, ways. But to your to your question, you know, those are just a few ways that I'm. I've been able to, to monetize, um, you know, create, you know, wealth, you know, because I think I think the word rich is is about, um, you know, is about working hard for money, you know. So if you have the ability to work, then you're rich. Um, but if you allow your money to work for you, become wealthy. The other thing, though, too, is that I don't put a dollar amount on on, on rich or wealthy, um, because anybody who has breath in their body is rich because they, you know, they're able to to work and they have the ability to bring money. Uh, if you have money working for you, then you're wealthy because who says a million dollars is, is, is what you need to be wealthy, mm. right? Like I know I know people who make millions of dollars, but but they spend a million and one, and then, and they're broke. They're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, and then I know people who make you know low six figures, a hundred thousand uh, dollars, but they live off of thirty thousand dollars. So they so they they they're good, yeah. right? And they, and they kill it, and they're and they're wealthier than the millionaire, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or the person who makes millions of dollars. Um, and so I think wealth is a is, you know it's also a mindset. Wealth is also about what you say it is, uh, as long as you have that criteria of creating something that um, can make money for you, then, then you feel well for yourself. Definitely, definitely. I like that. I like that's that. a fact. That's a fact. Broke is just a mindset. Yeah. Like they mindset. say, like, broken yeah. poverty is a mindset. It's just like, you know, like you said, if you, you could be making a million dollars, but if your expenses are a million and one, you're broke, you know, so <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't they don't add up. Mm -hmm. numbers, numbers don't add up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So on that note, um, we'll, we'll conclude this segment. Um, thank, thank you for going over your background. So we'll conclude this segment. We're going to go into the second segment of the quote of the day. Eden will pull that up for us. So we'll be right back. Alright, welcome back everyone. Welcome back to segment two of the Everybody Eats podcast. We just had a great segment with Ash Cash talking about his background, talking about money. Um, now we'll go into the quote of the day. So Edom has that for us. What we got? Alright, so the quote is, My brain 
Lightning is a powerful weapon. When used incorrectly, it's dangerous. Mm. Any tips? Uh, a musician said this, or? You said a musician? Are you said a musician? Was it Lenny Crack? No, no, no. What's the guy? Uh, damn, what's this guy's name? Um, I don't know. I was gonna say, what's the guy that says when it, when it's uh, you know uh, everything will be alright in the end if it's not alright then it's not the end. Was it Lenny? Damn, what's this guy's name? It's not Lenny Kravitz. It's a, oh, John Lennon. Was it John Lennon? You know. All right. <laughs> I think he cut out and cut back in. <laughs> yeah, it com no, I completely kicked me out this time. Oh, I'm in here twice. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, is it John Lennon, though? Wait, what happened? Sorry. As I, I guess is if it's John Lennon. Is it John Lennon? No, 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 okay. no. Okay. Right. Um, is he like a rapper? How many more guesses can I give? My brain is a powerful weapon. If used right, it's dangerous. Now, when used incorrectly, it's dangerous. When used oh, okay, incorrectly, okay. it's dangerous. Yeah, so it's a twist on the uh, normal saying. Uh, I don't know. Who is it? Nobody else is? No. Nah, give me, give, but you, you you said musician. Give us another. African American. All right, we talking like we talking like hip hop. We talking like soul. We talking like R and B. I mean, he dabbles. He dabbles. So he's alive. Way. Yeah, he's alive. He's alive. J. Cole? Dabbles in a bit of each. No, 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 no. In a bit of he each. Dabbles. Yeah. Kanye West? Kanye West? Nah, I think he's not a he's not a, a big name. Um like he's known, but he's not really a big name. Dang. I'm a big fan of this person personally. Dang. Alright, so Edom is a big fan. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, definitely. I was, I was thinking of, the first thing that kind of came to my head was like, with great power comes great responsibility, right? So like, you know, um, and similar, we had an episode maybe like last week or two weeks ago, and we were talking about your influence, right? Using your influence for positively and negatively. And similar how Edom said, like, you can use your talent, um, you, can, you can use your talent for good, or you can use your talent, you know, to be productive, or you can use that same talent and use it for something unproductive, or use it for something, you know, like bad, like that. So. Um, that's why I understood like if you have something if you have a talent if you have a skill like if you have if you have that You want to make sure you're using it properly because if not right you could be using it for the wrong reasons and it can be dangerous Right, and it could be unproductive. So um, that, that's what kind of came to my head Yeah, and I agree and I, and I, and I, and I honestly I, I think it goes it goes both ways, you know It's like, you know, if you use it for the wrong thing, it could be dangerous uh, but if you use it for the right thing, it could be dangerous in a in a, in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, at the end of the day, um, you create your life. You know, you create it, uh, and and the direction your life goes is is based on how you use your mind. And if you use it right, then that that that'll be that that'll be dangerous. You know, yeah, like yeah. you could literally have everything you want. You could help as much people as you want, uh, but it's really about staying focused and, and deciding. Right, you making a decision on. Uh, you know, which way you want your life to go. I'm assuming mind right, money right, right? That's it. Mind right, <laughs> money right. Definitely, definitely. So um, on that note, we'll go into um, our third segment. Where we'll talk more about the book specifically, process of writing that book, and a little bit more in that public speaking that you mentioned um, earlier. So uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up. All right, welcome back to our third segment of Everybody Eats Podcast. We just had our quote of the day. Uh, make sure you're using your mind right, or if you know if you're using it wrong, it can't be dangerous. So, uh, for this segment, we want to talk about more of. I know you're author. You say eight times over, right? So I want to talk about um, one mainly. I love the public speaking space, right? That's something that um, I was blessed to be able to do a TED talk a couple week, a couple years back, and that's something that I see myself in the future. I'm like, yo, I would love to get into public speaking, but I never really knew how, right? Like, what is the first steps to do that? And you mentioned briefly that, you know, your, your, your boy put you on saying start with writing a book. So we can start with that entire process of starting the book, starting the book process and getting into public speaking. Like, how was that journey like for you? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, the first prop, the first step was really right. You know, was writing the book um, and, and, you know, using that as a way uh, to get introduced into platforms to speak. Right. And so. Um, you know, for me, you know, write, writing a book uh, compared to, uh, you know, 11 years ago to now is a whole totally different process. Um, while it took me about eight months to write the book, uh, when I first wrote, you know, when I, my first book, uh, I now can write a book, I mean, two months start to finish, maybe six weeks if, if I go if I go hard. Um, and so now I dictate all my books. Um, you know, I, I start with the end in mind. I figure out what is it that I want to talk about. Then I work. I work my way backwards. Outline the book. Uh, pretend as if I'm teaching and speaking the book. Uh, you know, to an audience. I record it, edit it, put it out. Um, once the book is, is there, I think that the, the next step is uh, before you you try to go out for speaking is 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 getting um, press uh, mm-hmm. because what happens is that you know there's just so many people. Um, that are out there that say they're speakers and do this and do that. So you want to make yourself stand out, um, you know, in the marketplace, and you want to be able to try to charge more or try to get what you what you think you're worth as a speaker. Um, so I would say, you know, once the book is done, you know, go out there, 
uh, to a press release. Uh, and when you do a press release, uh, it's, it's literally uh, telling the world that you have this book. Um, and if you do a, a, a right press release and get it distributed the right way, uh, you can get some major uh, media attention. And, then, and you know, sometimes people might reach out to you to do interviews and things of that nature. Uh, and then from there, it's really just you know taking that and packaging it into into a one sheet. Uh, so having a, a good a good photo of yourself, photo shoot, uh, you know a good bio that says who you are, um, you know the title of your book, uh, some topics of what, you know what you speak about, um, and literally it's just you know reaching out to people that you think would uh, appreciate your style of speaking, uh, the audience would appreciate what you do, and really sending out that one sheet to them. So I have a one sheet. Uh, that really breaks down. It has my, my name, my photo, where I've been featured, my bio, what topics I talk on, um, and I, you know, I send that out to, uh, you know, to organizations. I send that out to schools. Um, I send it out to uh, conferences. You know, that look at the speakers. Um, and, and the other good thing about about it too uh, is is making sure that you have uh, a place where you live, like your own home. Right? A lot of people, uh, you know, oh, they got LinkedIn or they got Instagram. Um, I, you know, people say that websites are dead, but I think that it, for, for, for a public speaker, uh, you should have a website, you should have a home, um, and your home should, should, you should be talking your ish, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, if you go to, if you go to my website, I am ashcash.com, you know, that's why I could command a certain, a certain dollar, uh, because when you go to my website, you know, I'm not playing, right? You know, the first thing that you see, you see a good, you know, a good photo of my, myself, so you're like, oh, this guy looks like he gets, gets a little bit of dollars, then you <laughs> Right, then you hit play on the video, and then you like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You see where I've been, like you, you see, you know, you see the intro, you see the morning news, you see Sway in the morning, you see, you know, uh, uh, you know, Cheddar with a million views, like you see all of that, and you like, whoa, oh, this this guy's a pretty big deal. Then you continue to scroll, you see my bio, you know, you see uh, other videos of me speaking, you see testimonials, and so all of that is is is, is a package yeah. that you put together. Any anytime want somebody to hire you as a speaker you don't want them to have to look around and, and try to see and find find out about you put it all in one place and so I, I would say that I would say in that order you write the book uh, you, you you know you get your name out there you do a, a press release now as you got your press release you put you know a concise website together uh, a one sheet you start sending that one sheet out and then uh, you go from there you know uh, a lot of times uh, you know conferences might have their budget uh, and then so you know you might you might uh, say, hey, you know, based on your budget, I'll take this. Or, you know, sometimes when you're first starting out, you might have to do maybe one or two free events uh, just to get video, right? So don't do free events just for the sake of getting doing free events. If you're going to do a free event, you know, hire a videographer, you know, get somebody uh, to take you, mm. you know, make sure that afterwards you get some participants to say how great you were. You get the organizer to say how great you were as, as, as a, a contingency to having you on, yeah. right? So if somebody asks you to speak, don't say, oh yeah, no, I'll do this for free because it's never for free. If you're a good speaker and you spoke, you just gave them whatever your fee is, mm. right? And so, so, so if I charge $7,000 to $10,000 to get on somebody's stage, if somebody pays me $1,000, well, I just gave you a, a $6,000 discount, mm. right? And so it's never, or, or, or if I didn't, or, or, or if I didn't charge you, then, you know, it wasn't free. You got $7,500, you got $10,000, and, and, and I want something in return, yeah. right? And so, and so, I, so what I want in return, I want a testimonial. I want you to recommend me to all your colleagues that, that are looking to hire somebody. I want the crowd to be able to give me testimonials, like it's, it's, it's this fair exchange. And then once you have that, you know, you use that in your packaging, 
Um, and then it's, it's a numbers game from there, right? Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, more, the more you reach out to people, the more you, you have an opportunity to get booked. Um, and then, you, you, you know, you kind of go from there. Got it. So um, my next question I got is like kind of twofold. Um, what if someone is looking to get into public speaking without having a book first? Do you think that's like a disadvantage or do you think like that's still possible? And then two, right, say like say someone like me, right, young, fresh out of college, like what quote unquote validation do you think like I have, right, you know, for me to write a book and to put my public speaking out there compared to someone seasoned like you. For you, obviously, you have a whole resume, right? But for say someone who's starting off, what tips would you give them for, I guess, looking official or, you know, like, you know, overcoming that hump of like, who's going to, who's going to book me? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, number one, I would say, yes, you can start speaking without a book. I know a lot of speakers that make good money uh, that, that don't have books. Right. And so it's really how you package yourself. Uh, it really depends on your story. Uh, it depends on, on what your message is and who you're trying to reach out to. Uh, number two, um, I know, I know a 12 year old that is killing it. You know, that kills it. Motivational speaker. I think I think King Nas is thirteen now, right? So so King Nas, like if you might you might have saw his videos, you might have heard of him, uh, but King Nas is thirteen years old. He's killing it. He's a motivational speaker. Um, and so I think that uh, that whole, you know, validation thing, right? Validation is for parking only. You don't need validation. <laughs> that's it. Like you don't need validation. Like like you are who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you can try to change and that's just the top layer of fam you was who you was when you got here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So at the end of the day, people people are not booking me because of my 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 um what I've done, right? Because you may think that, but that that that's just after the fact. Right? They 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 use that to sell the conference, they use that to get people in the audience excited. They're not booking me for that. They booking me because I burned down stages. Mm. Right? So when when in two thousand nine, before I did any media, I did no media and I was still getting, you know, uh, booked because of my presentation, right? Because I, I have energy. Like then you you will not meet, you know, somebody that has my, my energy. There might there might be three, four, there might be five people in this world that, you know, you put them on stage and they got they they can match my energy or we or we or we the same. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, like my energy different, right? And and that's and that and, and, and it took me a while um to really be able to pinpoint that. Like, yo, like they rock with me for my energy. I don't drink coffee, right? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like this is natural. This is just who I am. I'm my, my passion is what sells me. Yeah. And so as somebody who's young, you just gotta figure out who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like once you know who you are, then 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 you'll never ask the question about validation, right? Because if you know who you are, then you pitch yourself based on that strength. Yeah. Because now, once you know who you are, you know who who you can reach, right? And I give you an example. When I like, I'm from the projects, right? I got kicked out of school four times. I went to three different high schools, right? I was at risk, right? I was one I was one mistake away from a felony. Yeah. And so when I first started started speaking, I spoke to at-risk youth, right? That's why I was going to Rikers Island. That's mm. why I was going to churches. I was talking to at-risk youth because my story, I didn't need to validate my story. Best of both worlds. I'm a 24-year-old, I'm a uh, you know, you know, VP at a bank who came from the projects who... who who had to go to three different high schools, who was expelled in the 10th grade, right? Like, I got expelled in the 10th grade, I had to do the 10th grade over, and then finally graduated, uh, and then was able to make make money and, and build a life, you know, I became a homeowner when I was 25 years old. I don't need, like, what, what, what you validating? You're not validating them for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because I got the story already, and I, and I know your audience better than you know your audience, whoever's booking me. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, 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 I, and I approached them in that way. I'm like, oh, 
Oh, you can't get to them is because you're not bringing people that's credible. Let me tell you about my story, and let me tell you why I will connect with your people automatically. And I was getting booked that way. And then when my story started to change, I started to redirect what I'm talking about. So I don't, I don't, I don't target at-risk youth no more. I could, right? Like I could if I wanted to, because that's still part of my story. But that, that's not what I do, yeah. right? Because I've now gotten to a point where I've helped thousands of people change their mindset to manage their money. I got tons of of testimonials, so now I got receipts to, to be able to do that, and then I focus on that. And so, I, so my point is that it's really whatever story you want to tell, and then based on that story that you want to tell, who is your audience? Yeah. Who needs to hear that message? And once they need to hear that message, you're good. You know who the 13 year old talks to? Are the 13 year olds? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Right? Like they need motivation too, and so that's why he goes to schools, and you know what I'm saying. So somebody fresh out of college. You can easily, you know, you know, talk to to youth who are in high school who want to get into college, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you got to figure out what your story is, and then once you figure out your story, you start to now pinpoint. All right, this is my story. Who is my target market? And now you start creating pitches for that target market, and you'll never lose. You know what I'm saying? Because as long as you, as long as you are authentically you, you don't have to pretend to be nobody else. Just be you, uh, because you is a, you, you know you are enough. Definitely, yeah, no, that's powerful, that's powerful. That, that kind of reminds me of a couple of conversations even and I was having the other day. Uh, I think we were talking about, like, self-awareness, um, pretty much, yeah. like, using using your strengths, using your strengths to, like, maximize your success, essentially, like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, um, you know, it's not arrogant, it's not wrong to know what your strengths are and to be proud, like, hey, I'm good at public speaking, I'm good at writing books, right? It's not, it's not cocky to say that, that's what your strength is. Now you use that to your advantage to start your business, to promote yourself, to, to do this, that, and the third. So that, that, that's, you know, that's we, different. We are all kings. I think the, the, the black and brown community is the biggest community that makes people try to prove themselves prior to. Nah, Vinsky, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Edom, y'all were born kings. You, you, ain't gotta, you ain't gotta prove nothing to nobody. Y'all were born kings, right? And so because you were born this way, like, it, it is your right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody. And so that word, I hate that word, cocky. I, heard, I hate that word. See, the, see, cocky and arrogance is about using who you are to bring other people down. Mm. Right? And so, if, and so if I said, if I said, yo, Edom, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, Bensky, yo, yo, I put in work, B. Y'all ain't at my level. You got to work hard to get to my level. And once you get to my level, you can ask, right? If that was, if I was doing that, then I'm, I'm being cocky, I'm being arrogant, I'm using what I did to make myself better. We all on the same, like, we on the same level. Yeah. Ain't no levels. Me, me and Bensky on the same level, me and Edom on the, on the same level, because we got the same God, right? We got the same, you know, the the, the same, like, we, 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 we all kings, yeah. right? And, and, and in fact, I'll, I'll take it one step further, is that, that you know, and I don't want to get religious, Right? Whatever you believe in. But at the end of the day, if you believe in God, then understand that God made you in his image. Mm -hmm. Right? If you believe in the universe, then, then you are one with the universe. Right? If you believe in, 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 in Allah, Allah says that you that you you are among you are within me. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, I don't even care. Like I'm I'm not preaching to you what you should believe in, but whatever you believe in, it all of it is telling you that you were born with this in you. And so if I'm born, if, if I was born with the likeness of God and you were born with the likeness of God, what makes me different than you? 
I'm, you, I, you know, I, you know, I'm an OG millennial, so I was born before you. Yeah. But that don't, you know, what I'm saying that don't that don't give me the right to to think that I've done anything more special than you. And I think that when we start to understand that, then we're not going to get intimidated by by people talking their ish. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying I'm the I'm the best I'm the best financial educator because I know I know other people that can bang with me. You know what I'm saying? Pound for pound. Yeah. But we're not I'm not we're not even competing because I think competition is a, is a disrespect to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like there's other like there's other people out here who do the same thing I do, and I wish I would look at them and be like, damn, yo, I went hell no, I'm <laughs> ash cash, be like that needs something. Like yeah. I am ash cash. I look in the mirror like that. That's me. Like I'm ash cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no other ash cash on this earth. Like I'm that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm ash cash. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're Bensky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're you know and you're Eel. Like they they ain't no others. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you walk in that. That level of like that's God talk though. Not everybody gonna get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody gonna get that. That's God talk right there. You know what I'm saying? There's some people who are gonna, you know, be intimidated by it. It's because they don't know their power. God bless them. Pray for them. Mm-hmm. They don't know their power because if they knew their power, they would, they would, they would cheer you on. Mm-hmm. They would be excited to hear you. I, you know, I love, you know, when people talk their ears. I, you know, one of my homeboys hit me the other day and was like, "Yo, I'm a few weeks away from being a millionaire." I was like, "Yes, let's go." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Everybody that's, eat, that's we it. all eat. Everybody eats. Everybody <laughs> eats. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so that's God talking. So I said, yeah. you know, I, I just want to mention that because, you know, I think especially in the black and brown community, uh, you know, we, we 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 feel like we got to prove something. I ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Yeah. When I wake up, I'm ash cash. With, with, with a million dollars or with zero dollars. It don't even matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, you know, I've had a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. Like, none of that. That you. That does not define who Ash Cash is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you, like, and, and, and I think I learned this lesson by, you know, going places and not never saying who I was, what I did, and I still got the same effect. I walk, I walk, in, I walk into a gym. Nobody knows me. After, after 15, 20 minutes, everybody's magnetized towards me because I got that energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't even, people worried about who I was. I just got, I just walk, I just walk in my God self. And when you walk in your God self, they're like, oh, there's something about that dude. You know what I'm saying? Because I recognize that. So I think, you know what I'm saying? When, when we all start recognizing our, you know, our, you know, us being kings and queens and understand that we were born abundant and born, you know, with everything that we need, I think that that's what's going to allow us to, you know what I mean, talk our talk and, and, and know that talking our talk is just honoring God. That's all that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. I think that that's very powerful. That's very powerful. You, you have any? Yeah. No, I had questions at first. He started knocking them off, and then he started going and inspiring me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, definitely, definitely. I think, honestly, that, that kind of literally that wrapped up a couple of questions that I had in mind, too. So I really appreciate that. Um, on that note, Ian, do you have any final questions you want to ask? Nah, I'm good on my end. All right, definitely, man. So I think that's a, that's a mic drop <laughs> right there. So on that note, we want to thank you very much for joining us on today's episode. I really appreciate and it. And setting the stage on fire, for real. Yeah, setting the stage. Imagine in person, you know what I mean? <laughs> this, is, this is virtual fire, more yeah. fire, more fire. <laughs> virtual fire. Definitely, definitely. Imagine in person, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine in person, 
being able to feed off of the other energy of the crowd, get the crowd going, get the crowd on their feet. Yeah. Now I love it. Definitely. I, I wanted to, um, when EOIL, they had their event in, um, in, in DC back in December. I was there yeah, on, yeah. I was there on the, on the Saturday when they were at the Top Golf, but I wasn't yeah. at the, uh, at the live event on the Sunday. I listened to it. But I didn't. I didn't go to the live event, and I heard you, and I was like, man, like I really wish I, I went. But definitely. Knock that down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's documented. Be out burned down stages. Yeah. I got. The, I got the burned down at NBA stage. <laughs> definitely. You know definitely. What I, mean? I couldn't make it to the league, so I had to go. I had to go a different route. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's always the way. Right, and they got check out. Check out my swag, y'all. Walk like a ball player. You know? <laughs> Definitely, definitely. So how can people find you on social media, on Google? I'm sure it's just under AshCast, but if you can promote yourself a little bit more, how can people find you, learn more? Not for sure, you know, visit my website, imashcash.com. Everything is there, my books. Uh, you know, anything you need to learn about me is there, contact information, everything. Uh, but definitely follow me on all social media platforms. Um, you know, Instagram is, is my baby. I spend the most time there. Uh, I am AshCash. Uh, I am AshCash on Facebook. I am AshCash on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, make sure, uh, you know, I do a live daily show, a daily finance show for the culture. Uh, go to ashcashtv.com so you can subscribe uh, to my YouTube channel and then get all the, you know, the financial news, uh, you know, every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. But, yeah, but, but, but again, I'm going to talk my ish. Google. You know what I'm saying? Ash Exantis is my real real name. Or go Ash Ash. Either or, you'll see, you'll see my things pop up and, you know, we'll rock out from there. All right, definitely, definitely on that note. Again, thank you very much for joining us today's episode. I know we learned a lot. Our audience learned a lot. Oh, man, I'm going to see you soon. See you soon. After all this call.